from the Mercy One Studio. Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Bugnano every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio and online at iowacatholicradio.com or the Iowa Catholic Radio app. This is Monsignor Frank Bugnano. Thank you for being with us today. God bless you. And we are going today to do a little bit of a meditation on something that you and I face all the time. You know, Lord, I prayed. Why didn't you hear me? Unanswered prayer. Well, the name of this little segment today is going to be Unanswered Prayer is Answered Prayer. That's right. It's Answered Prayer. And uh, and I, I always uh, love so much uh, St. Paul. You know, his unanswered prayer, as he tells us, becomes an answered prayer. That's right. Yeah. He was talk he was talking you want to I love this. This is probably one of my favorite passages of scripture. 2 Corinthians chapter 12 talks about his unanswered prayer became an answered prayer. <laughs> and so he says um he's in chapter 12 he's talking about how God brought him into heaven. How he saw things in heaven that were unbelievable. And yet he he thought, you know, I, I guess I need to be humbled a little bit. And so here's what he says in chapter 12 of 2 Corinthians, verse 7. Because of the abundance of the revelations that were given to me, I that I might not become too elated, a thorn in the flesh was given to me. Ooh, ouch. An angel of Satan to beat me, to keep me from becoming too elated. Three times I begged the Lord about this, that it might leave me. But the Lord said to me, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. Boy, you can go to that. You and I can go to that one a lot. That's verse 9 of Second uh, Corinthians chapter 12. Three times I begged the Lord about this, and three times, Lord, please, this, let this leave me. Come on, i got work to do. But the Lord said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. So we always, we always have sufficient grace, no matter how deep in the hole we are, how high up in the sky we are, there's always sufficient grace. The church has taught, taught that for years. I learned that in the seminary. There's always sufficient grace. For power is made perfect in weakness. Wow. And then he goes on. I would rather boast most gladly of my weaknesses in order that the power of Christ may dwell in me. And therefore, he goes on, verse 10, therefore I am content with weaknesses, insults, hardships, persecutions, constraints for the sake of Christ. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Oh my golly! A new other new. He was happy, and and what is this thorn in the flesh? Well, we don't know exactly, but I know Father Robert Spitzer thinks perhaps he we we think from from the way he uh, wrote other letters in the New Testament that uh, that it was his eyesight uh, because when he signs the letters. He says, what it says is, I'm, 
at the end of one of the epistles. He said, I, this is, these are my very words, so I know I'm, I'm doing it through a, a stenographer, uh, but uh, and see, I sign it with my own hand. Well, it must have been a huge signature. Uh, so they think, well, he guy, guy had an eye problem. Well, he, whatever it was, and whatever your thorn in the flesh is, and I'll bet you got one. I got him. You know, I get him. Yeah. Come on, Lord, take that out. Ouch, that hurts. He says, well, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, hold on. Re- remember? Verse 9 of chapter 12, my grace is sufficient for you. Power is made perfect in weakness. My power becomes greater in your weakness. And so that's why, for example, I I saw something that was written by Father Peter Cameron, a good Dominican. Uh, The editor used to be the editor of Magnificat. And he talks about this, uh, interesting, uh, and he, he, he says, um, you know, the thorn in our life is any persistent bane that frustrates you, infuriates you, makes you feel unworthy or ashamed over which you are powerless. Oh, my gosh. Gee, maybe I have an addiction. Okay. What? what uh, one of the psychologists, I read a book one time on, on addiction, and he said, uh, oh, uh, there are 30 addictions. And then he goes on to say, and I've got all of them. Oh, he he knew himself. So, wow. So there may be an addiction in your life. I don't know. I don't know. Be good to look at it because that might be where, where you or I are blind. And that means that that's where his power comes in. Yep, that's where his power comes in. Because Father goes on to say, affliction hardens and discourages us because it imprints depths of the soul like a branding iron. It it imprints on the depth of my soul contempt, disgust, repulsion of myself. Ooh, yuck, I don't like me like this. All innocent beings in affliction feel themselves to be cursed in some way or other. Wow. So, yeah. Okay. So, well, why did not the Lord accede to Paul's three-time plea that this thorn would leave my flesh? Three. Remember that? He said three times. I asked the Lord three times. <laughs> he said no. <laughs> he said power is made perfect in weakness. A different question uh, provides pers- uh, a perspective on all that. What would I be like without this affliction? Wow, I would probably be unbearable. Big-headed, smart. Wow. So we're going to keep talking about the thorn in the flesh. Stay with us. Iowa Catholic Radio. Monsignor Frank Bignano. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio provided by the Catholic Tuition Organization. Your support of CTO provides qualifying families tuition assistance to send their kiddos to our Catholic schools. They benefit and you benefit with 65% Iowa tax credits. Online at ctoiowa.org. Until December 15th, contributions from new donors are matched. New donors double their impact with a donation to CTO. Thanks to the Reichardt Family Foundation. The bottom line, it's for the kids and their future. 
Thank you, Dental Associates, for underwriting Dowling Catholic Sports 365. With over 40 years' experience, Dental Associates is a group dental practice with the mission of promoting optimum health and well-being to all patients, providing preventative, restorative, and cosmetic dentistry for the entire family. Message underwritten by Dr. Kenton Gleichman, Dr. Steve Carbaca, Dr. Christine Mulcahy, and Dr. Ben Nagel. Dental Associates, addressing your smile, needs, and dreams. Online at Des Moines-DentalAssociates.com. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Faith on Trial provided by Paul Martin and Paul Mitchell, owners of Imogene Ingredients. Imogene Ingredients supply specialized feed ingredients for livestock and pet diets to improve maternal and young animal health in both conventional and organic production. Information about Pharmatan and other products at ImogeneIngredients.com. Paul and Paul are members of St. Augustine's Knights of Columbus and encourage their brother knights to keep standing for their faith. Are you a Catholic man at least 18 years old? Do you want to be part of something bigger than yourself? If your answer to those questions is yes, join nearly 2 million Catholic men as a Knight of Columbus. Knights are changing lives throughout the world and building a bridge back to faith. Join for free through December 31st at kofc.org forward slash join us and use the promotional code McGivney2020. There is much good and necessary work to be done in the world, and that's what Knights do every day. I'm Senior Frank Pignano, Iowa Catholic Ray. We're talking about the thorn in the flesh, which we all have got. And St. Paul would say, thank God. Or as Father Cameron says, uh, what would I be like if I did not have this thorn in the flesh? Huh? I would probably be unbearable, arrogant, proud, whatever. I don't know. St. Thomas Aquinas in the 1200s, the greatest theologian of the history of the Catholic Church, he read this passage. And St. Thomas Aquinas says, well, Paul's experience of the thorn of the flesh was a remedy against pride. Ooh, wow. What is pride? Pride is an inordinate desire of one's own experience and one's own excellence, a desire for my own excellence that can fall into other vices such as, I mean, Without the thorn of flesh, ambition, avarice, vainglory. Ooh, look how wonderful I am, and so forth. So that's what Aquinas says. I love it. He says, Paul's affliction of the thorn of flesh was a remedy against pride. And then he goes on to define pride. What is it? An inordinate desire for your own excellence that can then lead you to other vices, such as ambition, avarice, vainglory. And the like. Thomas Aquinas goes on to say, Pride separates us from God. It is the root of all vices. It is the worst of all vices. In fact, who was it? St. Teresa, Saint, I think Therese, she said, uh, We can't get into heaven without humility. That's, that is the one ticket everybody needs, is humility to get into heaven. Yep, and boy, uh, 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 Saint uh, uh, Saint Francis de Sales repeats that. Okay, so he goes on to say that now I'm again I'm talking about uh, Father Cameron, very smart guy, good Dominican. The extremeness of the treatment betrays the enormity of the ailment. <laughs> God's tactic 
seeks to unseat our secret insidious attachments. The source of our anxieties lies in the misplace of trust. We have misplaced our trust and put it into our own strength and our own understanding. And that's the source of the anxiety. We cling to presuppositions about, well, what is holiness? What would holiness look like or feel like in me? But the truth is, we cannot be united with Jesus Christ. We cannot know the depth of the love of Jesus to the degree that we keep on seeking things which conform ourselves. So we can't do that. Without the thorn in the flesh, we would do that all the time. Yes. So we need to be seeking the Lord. What hurts opens our heart, breaking us free from those attachments that put us at odds with God. So that little thorn that kind of breaks over my heart. The purpose of the painful thorn is to persuade us that we have nothing to hope for in ourselves. Oh, I thought I could hope in me. I don't think so. No. The purpose of the painful thorn is to persuade you and persuade me that we have nothing to hope for in ourselves. Our hope is going to be totally in God. So, anyway, St. Jerome also talks about it. In the he, he lived in the 4th century. And he writes it, The good Lord frequently does not grant what we wish in order to bestow what we should prefer. St. Thomas Aquinas suggests that inasmuch as a thorn in the flesh is a means to virtue, an exercise in virtue, and he says, get this, it should be desired because the thorn in the flesh is a pathway to virtue. It's it's an exercise in virtue. Well, what's that virtue? Well, I think for me and probably for everybody else, it's trust, hope, hope in God. God, uh, the virtue of of that God has me in the palm of his hand, you know, I'm not going to be thinking about that if, I, if everything is just hunky-dory, everything is great. So the thorn in the flesh, St. Thomas Aquinas says, is a path to virtue. It's a exercise of virtue, and it should be desired. <laughs> the virtue of the thorn is how it makes it impossible for us ever to become self-satisfied. Our defects stay essential to our development. If I don't have defects, I'm not gonna, according to Aquinas, I'm not going to develop if I don't have defects. God delights to use our imperfections to make us perfect. Aquinas takes up the medical analogy. He says this back there in the uh, 13th century. A wise physician permits a lesser disease to come over the person in order to cure the greater disease. Hmm. This is the apostle shows us what was done to him by the physician. That's exactly it. Our Lord Jesus Christ, the supreme physician of our souls. In order to cure greater sins, he permits me to fall into lesser sins, even mortal sins. Well, I can't believe Aquinas said that. Come on, Aquinas. I'm going to read that again. Here's what Thomas Aquinas says. A wise physician permits a lesser disease to come over a person in order to cure the greater disease. This the Apostle Paul is showing us in this verse. This was done to Paul by God, the physician of souls, our Lord Jesus Christ. For Christ is, he is the supreme physician of your soul and my soul. In order to cure greater sins, 
He permits me to fall into lesser sins. Woo, even mortal sins. Wow, to cure the greater disease. What's that? <laughs> I tell you, I don't know. I think it's pride. I hate to say it. The personal miseries God permits aims at getting us to look at ourselves so as to identify the impediments we are putting in the way to God's grace. What glorifies Jesus is our realization of our dependence upon him for everything. That glorifies the Lord, our dependence upon him for everything. We're going to come right back for last segment here. We're talking about the thorn in the flesh and why it's such a, why it is such a blessing. Stay with us. Listen to Catholic Women Now with Julie Nelson and Chris McGruder Thursday mornings at 9 on Iowa Catholic Radio and on demand at iowacatholicradio.com and the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Thanks to Blessman International for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Every year, Blessman International leads teams of Central Iowans to share the compassionate heart of Christ with orphans and vulnerable children in South Africa. You can learn more and sign up for a trip at blessmaninternational.org. Thank you to Mercy One for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. From the cardiovascular experts of the Iowa Heart Center to the pediatric services of Mercy Children's Hospital and Clinics, Mercy provides complete care for Central Iowa's adults and children with more than 50 primary care and specialty clinics in the Des Moines area. Find a convenient Mercy One location near you. Online at mercydesmoines.org. Support for Iowa Catholic Radio and Storm Alert Weather is provided by Divine Treasures. Divine Treasures is a Catholic book and gift store serving the Des Moines community for over 25 years. Their mission is to help Catholics know, love, and keep their faith in our Lord Jesus Christ and His Church. Divine Treasures is where you can find great Catholic books, beautiful Bibles, rosaries, jewelry, statues, and religious gifts for those memorable events in your life. Divine Treasures, 5701 Hickman Road, Des Moines, 515-255-5230. Thank you to Divine Treasures for their support of Iowa Catholic Radio. Need an experienced attorney for legal matters? I know a guy. Stephen C. Reed, attorney at law, is a proud supporter of Iowa Catholic Radio. Steve is a longtime resident of Iowa and is licensed to practice in all Iowa state and federal courts. He has years of experience in real estate law, wills, conservatorships, trusts, and estate planning. Steve's law office phone number is 515-224-1776. That's 515-224-1776. Monsignor Frank Bignano, we're talking about the thorn in the flesh, that one thing that we can't seem to get rid of in our life is a thorn in the flesh. And I I remember uh, we start off with St. Paul, uh, 2 Corinthians, uh, and uh, it's chapter 12, verses 7 to 10. talks about St. Paul had this thorn in the flesh, and he Three times he says, I beg God, please take this away. Three times I begged the Lord, and three times the Lord said, My grace is sufficient for you, for power is made perfect in weakness. My power is made perfect in your weakness. Folks, you can take that little passage and just sit with it for a long time, especially when you and I look at our own thorns, our own powerlessness, and we say, You mean... You are making your power perfect. God says, you got that right. I I wouldn't let this happen to you if I couldn't see a good I'm bringing out of it. I'm bringing a lot of good out of this. You just got to trust me. Wow. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. I trust you. And so uh, that's why 
uh, you know, good old St. Saint, <laughs> Paul. Uh, he was raised a pious Jew, uh, and he would appreciate the divine genius in such a scheme as his power and our weakness. He would view it with within the context of the Israelites ens- enslaved in Egypt. Remember that? They were enslaved in Egypt. And it's so funny because they were so oppressed while they were in Egypt. They were beat up. They were slaves. I mean slaves. Uh, And it is so amazing that it says in in Exodus uh, Exodus chapter 1, verse 12, now they talk about them going out of Egypt. He says, guys, the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied. I love that statement for Exodus chapter 1. Verse 12, Exodus one twelve, It is absolutely important. Uh, the more they were oppressed, the Jewish people, the more they multiplied, multiplied. Yeah. And I always have said that about the church. You know, if you look at the, the, if you look at the uh, uh, history of the Catholic Church over the centuries, you got to get a, take a long, long view. Uh, you look at the church, every time, Somebody went after the church, the Roman Empire or whoever it was, went after the church. What happens? It gets stronger, bigger. More people join it. In fact, somebody one time said that when they were putting Christians to death in the Colosseum in Rome, somebody turned to their friend, and they're all watching these Christians getting you know, munched up by lions. Uh, somebody one time said, you know, turned to his friend and said, for every Christian who dies, three Christians leave this stadium. That is, three people are converted. Three people are saying, if they're willing to die for it, it's got to be pretty good because I'm not sure I'm willing to die for anything. I think I'm going to check this one out. I'm going to check out the, 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 the church. Yeah, Christianity. So, yeah, the more they were oppressed, the more they multiplied. And, of course, uh, here, here's what uh, St. Paul might have been thinking. It's the same way with me, that the more I am oppressed, by whatever, you know, the more I multiplied, right? Um, so, uh, and, and I love that. Exodus, if you want to look it up, Exodus, the book of Exodus in the Old Testament, uh, it's chapter 1, uh, verse verse 11. I love it. It says, uh, the ta- after the new Pharaoh came into Egypt, now he didn't know about Joseph. Joseph was a good guy, and he everybody was on easy street. When Joseph was was uh, the head guy, uh, all the Jewish people he brought up uh, into Egypt from uh, Israel. Uh, but then a new, you know, a new, Joseph dies, and a new uh, king comes in. He didn't know anything about Joseph, and so on. And uh, and he said, uh, "Gee, look at look at how these Israelites are growing, and there are more there are more of them than there are of us. And boy, we better stop their increase, otherwise." In a time of war, they're going to join our enemies and fight against us and leave our country. No. So therefore, he said, all right, guys, let them have it. So it says in verse 11, according to the taskmasters were set over the Israelites, the Jewish people, to oppress them and forced labor upon them. Thus, he had to build for the Pharaoh the supply cities of Themon and Ramesses. So who's going to build up those cities? These slaves. Yet, here you go, verse 12, the more they were oppressed the more they multiplied and spread. Wow. So anyway, so God ordains the thorn, says St. Thomas Aquinas, 
to the good of our humility. Ooh, and humility like this, according to St. Ambrose, does away with frailty. Humility like this does away with frailty. So what do I do about the thorn? Okay, here we go. What wonder of mercy. There is consolation in affliction. There is grace in consolation. That's what St. John Chrysostom says. Allowing Christ's grace to be sufficient means using the evil in us to drive us toward God. We heed what St. Augustine says. This need of devotion we owe to the Lord that if God does not remove our troubles, we are not to think that he has deserted us, but rather by lovingly bearing our trouble, our thorn, we are to hope for a greater good. Mm-hmm. This is how power is made perfect in, in infirmity. This is what he says. So really, that's exactly what is going on. The more God God's love conforms us to himself, the more it will disconform me to myself. So we have to unite ourselves with St. Basil the Great. He said, Do you see where affliction is leading you? To hope that it does not disappoint, because it is leading you to God. Yes, for those who love God, all things, even those little thorns in the flesh, all things work together unto good. Wow. So this is Monsignor Frank Pignano, Iowa Catholic Radio. Thank you for listening to us today. God bless you. Join Iowa Catholic Radio every Wednesday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. for Thought of the Week with Monsignor Frank Pugnano. Listen online at iowacatholicradio.com or on the Iowa Catholic Radio app.